0: Marcus Ellison. Making a movie is tough. There's dozens of moving parts from scripts and locations to costumes and equipment. And that's before you even line up your cast and start shooting the thing. And making a movie for a film competition like 72 Film Fest where you only have 72 hours to make a film brings up its own set of challenges. But it has its own set of inspirations as well. As there's nothing quite like going into a weekend with barely an idea and coming out on the other side with a full-fledged short film ready to share. Welcome to a brand new podcast, Tales from the 72, where we're going to pair up two different teams that have tackled the 72 film fest and just let them introduce themselves and talk it out about all the challenges, fun and unique happenings that they've experienced throughout their years of making movies in a weekend. They'll be talking about their films as well, sometimes in detail. So if you want to get a refresher or watch any of the movies that you've missed, be sure to head on over to 72fest.com where there's a playlist of all their past entries. Now let's introduce this week's teams. This week we have two younger teams, each having participated less than five years, but both having made their mark with unique crowd-pleasing stories. One has won both best student and amateur and one last year took home best film under five minutes. Skin hunger, Meet Screenburn.
1: Oh, my God. Finally, he's gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Clark.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, Sam, you want to?
1: Uh, well, yeah, uh, uh, just to kind of reintroduce ourselves, you know, uh, we are ScreenBurn, uh, I am Sam Rayborg.
2: I am Sean Mullen, also part of ScreenBurn.
3: I'm Mike Kavina, um, part of ScreenBurn. I am Ryan Elty, part of ScreenBurn.
4: Cool, and we are Skin Hunger Productions. I'm Drew. I'm Miley. Um, we're co-directors and also everything else, because <laughs> <laughs> it's only us. <laughs>
1: So you guys are just like heavy lifters. That's all you guys do, right? You do everything. That's all. We do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who needs a crew or a cast when you guys can just <laughs> yeah. hold up a
2: mirror, right?
5: Well, in the first year, we had my brother and sister. We're there we go. The cast.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But say, what, what was the name of your film last year? Because I loved your film last year.
4: Um. So 2019 was post grad. Yeah. Okay. Post grad. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Post grad. Okay, um, so what was the worst thing that happened to you guys? <laughs>
1: uh, oh man! Uh, I mean, honestly, I mean,
3: are you talking about in life, in, in <laughs> just filming, or just a seventy-two? They met me and I asked to join, and they were just too bashful to say no, and I'm stuck with me since.
2: Yeah, no, I, uh, I made Screenburn Productions. That's that's the worst thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think the less or the uh, the
6: worst thing that happened um, in regards to Weedon Creek probably
2: just how cold the water was. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. <laughs> we did
1: not think that through at all.
2: It was honestly a pretty smooth operation, but we absolutely did think it through and we just suffered through it mm. like i knew it was going to be cold i knew it was going to suck but we did it anyway that's mm. the screen burn way
4: we watched the behind the scenes thing for that and we saw you said it was like 50 degrees sean or something like, yeah it was
2: not it was going to yeah. be cold like yeah because it was uh what late o- no early october and yeah yeah it was already starting to cool off so i i knew it wasn't it wasn't going to be like Deathly cold, but it was gonna be uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. To be
3: fair, you gave me you gave me a nice pair of waders, right?
2: Yeah. All the crew was fine. Yeah, it was fine (laughs) for Mike. Uh... It wasn't
3: the plastic sleeve that you gave me from a film back when you were still a student.
2: That's right. Yeah. Now it's not our first stint on a river. Um, we shot a film that involved a fly fisherman, and uh that was in
1: November. And
2: bank robbers in November. Of 2017, that was Bill Tippett, yeah. crank and... them in there.
1: I will say though, I I will say I think honestly the worst thing that we did during Weedham Creek is you know so for the blood and guts that we had we used <laughs> you know, we used you know like raw meat uh, yeah. with sausage jello uh so it was
2: cooked we cooked most of it
7: a little
1: bit of chocolate syrup so we 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 cooked most of it but. We forgot that uh, we're not the only ones that like that. So we had a big bucket full of all this meat that we were going <laughs> to put on Ryan, and we just left it on the ground. And we were filming, and we came back like three uh, hours later, and there was so many ants ew. on it. It was just—it was almost black from all the ants that had been eating it. And we're like, "All right, Ryan, get on that dirty ground, and then just smear it on
2: him." And then you poured it on me. We smeared it on his chest, and he, uh, I gotta say, he took it like a man. That was still preferable to the to the water, honestly. Yeah.
1: No, but the yeah. problem was, is then he had to clean himself afterwards.
2: Oh,
6: <laughs> yeah, you're right. The cleanup was probably the worst part, because I had to go in the river. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Sean's a madman. He kept biting the meat covered in ants.
2: Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I I started to put that shit in my mouth. like... <laughs> I mean, you got hey acting, man. He was—he's he, a method actor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had Christian Bale on set. Go for it! Yeah, go
2: for it! Like, why not? Like, it's supposed to be disgusting. <laughs> like, yeah, it looks good. Tasted fine. No, I'm just
4: kidding. It was horrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about you guys? What was the worst thing you guys ever had to do while filming? Um,
4: I mean, it's kind of like a cumulative.
5: Yeah, experience. just the whole first 72 Fest in general I, was not. I kind Why? of
4: ruined it. Um, I <laughs> took it a little too seriously.
5: Yeah. Aww. Yeah. We just had different expectations going into it, and we didn't like clearly define our roles and like you know, who was going to do what. And we so, like, I was just trying to have fun and like you know see how it went with it being our first year. And Drew was like, "This is supposed to be the best movie ever." <laughs> Even though we're filming like seven-year-olds. Um, so I was basically responsible for directing the twins, which made sense because they're like my brother and sister and drew doesn't have that much experience with kids but like
4: miley also got sick like halfway through oh yeah no, no it wasn't no. halfway
5: through. it was like the night of the launch oh, party right, right. i was starting to feel sick and then i was like oh. really sick by the weekend and like i don't even really remember our main day of filming because like i was just so tired yeah
4: damn um but also just like the last 30 minutes of making that we were like really down to the wire with editing yeah um I didn't have like any time for like color corrections or like lighting or audio work or like anything. I just put everything in order and was like trying to like cut time because we were over the limit. And I was getting really like snappy and like really- Really frustrated <laughs> and at one point I still remember it because it made me so uncomfortable afterwards. But I just said, like, I know I'm being an asshole, like just ignore it.
5: <laughs> like like I was like, no, I'm not gonna ignore it.
4: Which is like kind of funny when you look back on it, but like it's definitely like not how you want to handle like working with your partner to just be like, Yeah, ignore how like annoying I am right now. I just like need to get it done. But like listen, our
1: relationship we can put on the back burner, no.
4: okay. Right now we're
1: making art.
4: Yeah. Um so definitely something we learned from that was just like to, well, for me specifically, I guess is just to like care more about like the process of making the film versus like the end result. Like, yeah, it's much better to have like a film where everyone has fun and like it's a good work environment um, and have like a lower quality film versus like mm-hmm. a, you know, like an Oscar winning film, but like everyone hates working on it. So like, Absolutely. yeah. We
5: slowed down last year. I think it turned out pretty
4: good. Yeah, so. we, we slowed down.
1: Yeah, we were kind of discussing this and, you know, not to be, uh, you know, I I think everybody has, like, favorite films by certain teams. Um, And I I liked your film off the grid, but I did think last year's was better. I just something about it. I just loved more. You know, it's probably the cute children. That's probably what it was.
2: I mean, in defense of that, I was going to say, like, I think objectively our best films like uh, Life Rolls On are first out of three films we did but
4: that was my favorite film as well.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> really. Well,
4: <laughs> very good.
2: Yeah. Well, we all we all wrote like Weedham Creek, but I just thought like Life Rolls On just I don't know, just set up just It was a lot of fun. It was fun yeah. It's a richer story, I guess.
1: It had better mm. character arcs. Yeah, you like we didn't murder anybody in that film.
2: We're we're still
3: in the sophomore slump as it were. <laughs> oh. Well, so for you
1: guys, um where do you guys like get your inspiration for these? Because I mean, I know, like, I'm trying to think. Last year's criteria was profession, you know, or 2019's criteria was professions. Well, do you remember? What your criteria was?
4: It's engineer. <laughs> um, we definitely had like no idea what to do off the bat, but like we were kind of. Thinking, I had to look like, up what
5: an engineer was because I wasn't totally clear <laughs> on that.
4: That's really open ended. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you, I think you came up with the idea of.
5: Yeah, I mean, we knew we wanted to have the twins in it. So we had to do something that would work with that. And I kind of had the idea for like an interview before we knew what our criteria was. But like, we weren't totally set on that. And so we were trying to think of like, what we could do with the twins with the interview thing. And then when we got the engineer thing, I was like, Oh, well, like, if it's about building, like, we could do something with the Legos and it just kind of fell together.
4: And we just thought it would be funny also just to have like seven-year-olds talk about something that's like, like engineering is one of the most like complex skills, so like to have them be the people that are like interviewing Miley, we thought it would be funny.
1: What's the 10th strength of the Lego set, you
4: know?
1: <laughs> how What's the max load it could carry?
4: What was, what was your profession?
6: Uh
1: well, <laughs> Psycho-
6: was a psychologist yeah. or was a psychologist
3: it, yeah. psychiatrist psychiatrist. Yeah. psychiatrist yeah that was it
1: well see the problem with last year's is, is uh so sean works for discovery yeah, and he was in a really tricky spot where he couldn't make it he yeah. made it for the launch party but he couldn't actually be there to film
2: yeah basically like i was gonna take off days for it and then as soon as i was about to they were just like Nope, literally that weekend in October is blocked off because we have live events going on and we need all team members on site. So it just kind of—they could have picked any other dates, and I would have been fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it could have been a holiday, and I would have been fine with it. But no, it had to be. Then. But because yeah, of the nature of, you know, yeah, shit happens. Like it's Murphy's
1: law. That's the rule of screen burn filmmaking in general. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but i mean yeah last year we had psychiatrist, and um i mean it's definitely rough uh we run and gun a lot of it you know we we didn't put forth our best effort but we didn't have our whole team on it mm-hmm.
2: yeah you guys were working with the bare bones yeah
1: because mike mike was gonna Great. dp it but he actually the job he has now at wash college he had an interview like, I think it was the Saturday. So we had him on Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday, Ryan and I were like, okay, so we're fucked. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. him and I were just like, all right, shit. How the hell, the hell are we going to do this? So, like, the first day in the doctor's office looks great. And then Mike's like, yeah, uh, it's like midnight. I got to I gotta go pack because I got to sleep. And we're like, <laughs> yeah." Of course he's got to drive all the way over there, eastern shore. Um, so, I mean, it was just... We rattled some ideas together, but it just didn't really come together because it was a perfect storm of fuck you.
6: It's interesting because I remember us uh, writing that that first night. It was just just you and I. Yeah. And I I think we were both just tired because all the jokes seemed really funny to us at the time.
1: They were so funny to us. And then nobody laughed in the whole theater.
6: (laughs) They were so funny. And then I wasn't at the screening, but you said that they just did not land. They just did not.
1: So, so, you know, Russell Sorbello, obviously of SRK, Um, his father is a therapist, I believe. I think so. So there is one joke in the doctor's inn where our lead actress Morgan goes, oh, and I read the SM7. That's the exact response we got from the entire theory. (laughs) That
6: was my joke, to be fair. That was yeah.
1: Russell's father literally goes ha, (laughs) (laughs) in a completely empty theater, and I was like Uh, vindication, but not by much.
6: I'm glad I could make one man laugh. Yeah, (laughs) dumb joke.
1: But oh my god, it was like I was like ah, this is great. (laughs) Yeah,
6: we had we had more fun, I think, writing. Weedham Creek because oh, yeah. we just we just decided you know what let's whatever yeah. what, just, yeah. let's just let's just have fun with it let's just fall us to
2: the wall yeah
6: because yeah. do <laughs> whatever we want
2: yeah where that came from I guess like Sam and I we just like kind of had it like racked up an idea in like our heads that we just kind of came up with and it was like uh tubing meets the Donner Party and then <laughs> it was just it was just always it was kind of like in our heads and we're like okay like. The criteria kind of fits it this time, or at least the criteria was the uh, the picture, right? Yeah, yeah. So instead of just going with the standard picture and just replicating that verbatim, we were like, once we wrote it and we knew it was cannibalism, we were like, let's let it be the guts <laughs> because I thought that was the funniest thing, like, mm. and also it's just twisted and it's fun, but basically yeah once uh sam and i like kind of told everybody that like yeah me sam and ryan for the most part just kind of like went balls to the wall with that and it was just like (laughs) oh yeah like the guy just because i was gonna like go for more of a darker like okay Mm -hmm. like they start fighting for survival kind of thing and make it a little darker but then like Ryan's like, well no, they gotta just have something really stupid happen to them. Like it's gotta be like the dumbest thing you could think of and it's like they have a Charlie horse and I'm like Screw it, why not? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, that's that's how most of our ideas start. It's like I'll make a dumb joke to Sean and Sean goes, Wait a minute, that's got a kernel of an idea and I go, Well that's that's the stupidest thing, but let's roll with it. And then mm. it just snowballed into this stupid fucking thing of let's have a tubing party where they fucking kill each other. Cause one guy <laughs> has a Charlie horse, which is an easily curable thing. Um, but I mean, yeah. Cause what is it? Our criteria was the still from star wipes film. Uh, how was it called? Nobody, nobody can remember star wipes. I don't ago. remember what it was called. I, I remember the
6: film, but I don't remember the
2: title or right left.
1: It was free climb, right? No, not free climb. Uh, uh,
2: with the one from this year or the one from uh, No,
1: our, what 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 was our criteria from? It was Star Wipes film. Oh yeah,
2: it was. It was it was that one the climbing one. I don't remember the name, but yes, it's the one the rock climbing one. And yes, yeah. we wanted the ropes to basically be the well the guts were the ropes in the Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: in the mm. film. And that's also why we picked the helmets, but then like maybe I guess in hindsight we were kind of like maybe we didn't need everyone wearing the helmets and then it's it, but fine. it's just like it looked dumb, and it's already a dumb concept. So it's like the yeah. fact that
1: they took it so seriously to wear helmets to a tubing trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like these guys are special in more than one way.
4: It totally looked, looked me honestly.
5: I, I was like, yeah, that, that makes today.
3: sense. Yeah, like, yeah. We're going like we're going like down a lazy river. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's This is yeah. whitewater rafting, and like yeah. and like with actual danger. Two feet of water. Yeah, not even, not even <laughs> for most of this water
1: no and I think I think Matt Friend is the only person to get the the joke of the title because everyone goes yeah Weedham Creek but like Matt Friend <laughs> on Facebook was like wait a minute I just got it and I was like oh my god one person
6: it's a it's a it's a deep joke it's a very deep joke it
4: took us so long to think of that name would we get it or are we like stupid
5: well we don't get it it's it easy no. to
4: explain <laughs> <laughs> like it that's it, it, well, basically so good. that's That's
2: great, yeah. No. Eat em. We eat them. We eat them. We eat them. That's good. That's really good.
7: You see what
1: no, I mean? Well, it's such really a
2: good. dumb joke. Because that went through so many, like, we were thinking about, we were just going to call it something, like, Ryan had, like, the river's flow. Just something very, mm-hmm. like, it's generic. generic. It, it's, like, intentionally generic, so you'd have no idea well, what's Well, it just kept coming. sounding
1: like diarrhea but,
2: but, Well, no, 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 but, like, it, it, then we were like, okay, maybe it should be a little more thoughtful mm-hmm. in some way. And then it eventually it became like where Ryan came up with like Edom Creek, and then I said, well, Edom Creek is too it's too easy to guess. And then it's like, why don't you just add a W to that, and it sounds like just some bozo's last name or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it still works for the pun. So that's just how that came to be. So, um, so where'd you guys end up like shooting um, off the grid? because yeah, it looked like you guys were kind of out there a bit. Right next
5: there's, to our house. Yeah, there's actually, oh, was
4: it? there's like a little like wooded area. It's like very small, but like there's enough like, wildlife there too. Like there's like, so many deer. So um
5: there's like a little trail that like barely sure. any this neighborhood uses.
3: Huh. I'm yeah.
4: sure if you have the right
3: angles, like you're not seeing the uh, houses or development.
4: Oh, yeah. If I pan the camera, you'd see a lot of houses. Like, <laughs> wow. No, <laughs> like,
3: yeah, you guys did a good job but that would make it
1: even funnier though
4: Just, oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: we decided to live off the grid like away from <laughs> like civilization <right> <laughs> like.
2: yeah. yeah that's kind of what it was like, yeah because that's true yeah you were on somebody's property in it yeah yeah. <laughs> that was a good twist
5: <laughs> uh, Surprisingly, i don't think we ran into anybody while we were filming that day maybe one. yeah oh. but yeah
4: it's pretty lucky um all right, well, we got a few questions. Um, how do you guys divide up like what your roles are? Because obviously like everyone here, like every time we look at the credits for each of your three films, it's like different roles. <laughs> so like you guys definitely seem to like rotate. So like, how do you divvy that up?
1: Well, so first of all, we decided this year that because of COVID we were going to have like, so normally we have a rotation of actors that we like to use. So that way, you know, because they're friends and, you know, we just like having them and they're really good. Uh, but this year, Sean and I were like, all right, here's the deal. With COVID, let's kind of like cut the crew down to bare bones, as bare as we can get. Um, so Sean and I were just like, all right, let's just act because we haven't acted in anything in a while. Um, and then Mike, so uh, the roles that typically we do is I'm typically a gaffer. Um, but I do do some work, you know, I, we, I know how to do it all because we had to learn how to do it all. Sean's the same way. Sean's primarily a DP. Um, and then Ryan over here, he works as the source. Now, you know, he's a gaffer grip, does some DP work. We all write, we all direct. Uh, and then there's, there's Mike.
2: Hi, Mike. (laughs) Mike is primarily, uh, Mike is, Mike is the soul of screen burn. He's no, he's the outlier. He's, (laughs) he's the, He's the the true champ.
1: No, I, unfortunately, because Mike lives on the Eastern Shore, we don't get to do a lot of work with them anymore. Um, but he does a lot of editing work. He does... Uh,
3: what do you do at Wash College again, Mike? Uh, so I do AV work for them as well. Um, and normally it's setting up the systems for their events, and so it's, like, not quite IT. Um, but it's evolved into um, doing a lot of events virtually. And so I work with... Um, Uh, Zoom webinar often. And so I help, I work with the different um, faculty. They have their events for students to make their presentations. Like this is something that's, it's usually a little bit bigger than um, a normal class, which, you know, pro or regular Zoom works just fine. And it's very interesting that now that everything is virtual, um, a lot of these faculty are bringing in guests that they normally wouldn't. Um, because now they don't have to cover airfare or lodging for these people to give this presentation. I was like, no, no, you could stay in California. It's fine.
1: Yeah. So, like, with Mike's work, like, he does a lot of editing stuff, which, you know, is obviously useful. And we all know how to edit, too. So.
6: BTS work. He does a lot. He's yeah. been getting yeah. more and more into it, which is... Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's also a really good photographer. Yep. So we use him we you know, we normally use him for photography and whatnot.
3: Um out outside of Screenburn and um my work, I've also been dabbling in trying to be better at um what we'd call content creation, where it's just it's making a video for the sake of entertainment. Um it's usually not fully scripted. And I think the um the behind the scenes video that I made for our video is kind of a good example of that. Exactly, where it's yeah. this—it's this not quite documentary
2: style. Well, Mike's like it just kind of became like almost default, like our marketing guy in a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's like definitely a big strength Mike has. He knows kind of the ins and outs of like social media and just how to like get yourself out there and that kind of thing. So. Which is
1: great because every time we have to take Instagram pictures, like Mike, put it on the grain. <laughs> yeah. He knows exactly yeah. what to do. Exactly. But I mean, so yes, yeah, we all kind of do different roles, but Sean and I were just like, All right, let's just act for this one. And then uh we we really wanted Ryan to direct yeah. because it's been a while. He doesn't get a chance to direct for us. Um and yeah, it had been a while. And he he's really good. His stuff is really funny. Um what are you getting emotional? <laughs> oh, Right. Oh. No. Sorry. It <laughs> means gush too much. Um so yes, we wanted Ryan to direct, um, and then we wanted uh Mike to DP because Mike is he you know, he needs more DP work and his work is good. He just doesn't get a lot of opportunities. Right. Um and then Ryan's girlfriend, Kelia, does audio. So we're like, Great. We got camera, we got lights, because God is providing all of it, we got directing, and then we got sound, and then we got our two actors. If-
3: if if I may add one thing to that, so you were saying that uh, every year we have our names in different roles, and that's almost by design, just because, not to discredit anything by the people that run 72, but it's something that we don't need to take too seriously. That's true. So we, yeah. take, so we take it as an opportunity to kind of trade hats a little bit.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. We take the opportunity to switch around and just have fun with it, you know? Because then... Um,
3: Because then when we get into something that's uh, a little bit more serious, then we can kind of dig into our roles our our yeah. specializations as it were to give, give the best we can give
1: yeah plus with the 72 like if ryan is trying to do something if he doesn't know how to articulate it sean and i can go in there and then give some of our sagely advice if mike's having a problem dp'ing you know ryan sean and i can go in and do the same thing if we don't have a thing that if the acting's not there you know ryan acts you know he could come in and give us something something to make it work you know so it's a Battleground—it's—it's it's a testing area, really, for us to just kind of grow in different roles, but also just become better at what we do.
2: Yeah, and, and kind of to bounce off of what Sam was saying. I mean, even—even even we're like learning all new stuff all the time about how we work together and like maybe things we can do better. Because I know one thing, actually, Drew. you uh just to go off of what you were saying earlier. You're you're kind of not alone in like just kind of wanting to have like almost like a, you know, you, you don't have to have like a perfect product, but you want like a good product. You get, you know the end of the day so i mean there were definitely times like maybe on this set like occasionally because uh, i'm i am kind of used to like dp'ing or directing or you know having like a larger like creative role i guess besides acting so it's like occasionally maybe like there were times i you know could have stayed in my lane a little more so i i totally feel you on that but it's definitely something that you know you'll grow and just get better at and that's something that you know, I'm working on personally. So yeah, but again, I guess good to go back on it is just it's a really good like Sam was saying, a good training ground and a good way to like, okay, like it's better to learn it in a set like this than if we were doing something that costs like ten, twenty grand and, you know, and that set yeah. goes kind of yeah So
1: And then the other thing too is um it it's finding out different ways to like get the finished product done. Yeah. So like um What we did is we edited at my house. Um, So I have my rig here that we were editing on and then Mike brought his computer and he was in my basement. So what we were doing was is Mike and I were editing side by side um, and we would get a sequence done that would need some type of major editing done like uh, uh, the campfire scene when they're um, when when they're just throwing the dick around (laughs) or the, The force ghost, the force ghost effect. Mm. Um, like we would get the sequence done, and then Mike would do all that. So like we knew we wanted the joke, but we still needed to get the rest of the film done because I mean, w- you know, we have a lot of footage to shift through because we just like getting a lot of footage. Uh, but Mike would just sit there and he would do the effect, which I think that force ghost effect took like four fucking hours. Like
3: it took a while, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a new territory for me. Mm. Um, like I'm trying to learn visual effects, but it's a, uh, uh, it's slow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it
1: it was we were just like, is it fucking worth it? Like it didn't come out the way we wanted to it first. At first, and we tweaked it, and it, it looks a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the dick joke, that was, was beautiful. That was, beautiful. <laughs> that, was, that was just beautiful. That was, that was just beautiful. Happy with that was fucking beautiful. But we were able to do that, and then we would have Kelia come up on my computer, and she would mix it. And then we would kind of run it back and forth. And then we sent it off to our composer so he could uh, compose some music for us. Then we had to bring it back. and we had to remix and all that. So having like two full-time editing machines with like, because I think Ryan, me, Sean, and Mike, we all edited at least at one point of just like, okay, what the, the fuck are we going to do now? That way someone can sleep and none other person can edit, you know?
6: Yeah, yeah the process that we had last year was really, or this previous year was... Honestly I think the best we've had, just all the moving parts yeah. was, we're all moving in just such a wonderfully fluid way.
1: Yeah. That was the problem with the two thousand nineteens where we really didn't have that kind of efficiency. Well, definitely. And
2: well here's the I mean yeah. Well here's the thing. Uh then I'm gonna bounce it back to you, Drew. How do you guys feel about just working together? I, I guess how do you how do I word it? Do you find it easier to work just as a unit of two rather than have like a larger crew or
4: um, it's a little bit of both. Cause like when you only have two people, like it's a lot easier to, um, decide on things obviously, cause there's like less people giving input and it's a lot easier to make decisions that way. Right. Um, but it's like so difficult when like one or two people is doing like sound, lighting, camera, um, yeah. you know, editing, like it's so difficult when you have like one or two people doing all of those roles. So it's like definitely a good trade-off. Like you do have a lot more freedom with just like the two of us cuz we don't we don't have to rely on anyone else's input. We can just be like
5: Also with like scheduling. Like we didn't yeah. have to wait for anyone to do anything. If we had an idea we just go do it.
2: Um, yeah. It's nice. No, that's that's the beauty of it. Yeah, cuz Sam and I did a film like that back in like 2016 where it was just like the two of us and yeah, it's like you have to coordinate just amongst yourselves and you have to do all the work, but you also don't have to worry about anybody else, like kind of fucking it up. Um, so that's yeah. what's cool. But how'd you guys get sound? Because th- did you just like kind of record on the camera and then just like record sound? Like, because uh, I know Miley, you were acting in pretty much all of it. So, yeah. Drew, did you just kind of stand behind the camera, record, and then just record sound uh, afterwards? Or?
4: Uh, yeah, so we didn't have a boom pull. Everything was just uh, shotgun mic. Um, oh, okay so that made it a lot easier but it was still really difficult because i had to like check the sound before each like take because for whatever reason i decided to get like a million camera angles like that's another <laughs> thing that we learned is like having like less difficult shots and like longer takes makes it like so much easier when you're like oh doing yeah. yeah and stuff so that's definitely a very good tip i'd recommend to anyone watching this um I've- <laughs> uh, year olds <laughs> especially if you're directing seven year olds because
5: they don't want to
3: do it once. oh <laughs> yeah. i've definitely yeah. i've definitely learned that like complicated doesn't necessarily equal good
4: right yeah. yeah.
1: so what's the equipment you guys utilize like what what do you shoot on and then what kind of audio equipment do you guys use
4: so it's the microphones are rode video mic pro um okay. and then so i actually just got a new camera i got a sony a7 uh three like a month or two ago Ooh, but um for nice nice. For both of the films that we did, it was just a uh, a Canon T6i, pretty entry okay. level. But um, yeah. What about you guys?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, like it doesn't matter if it's entry level; it's a matter of skill behind <laughs> it, you know. Oh yeah, it does. So like it, the the fact that you can get that work out of that kind of camera, that I mean, that's a testament to your work, you know, and your vision. So
3: kudos. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> go into detail about it because it's not my story to tell. But uh. I do find it impressive that Sean had a film where, um, due to uh, certain circumstances, we... <laughs> oh, <laughs> we... Oh God.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you're talking about the worst thing that's ever happened on film. Listen to this story. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all, all, all I'm going to say is that uh, the film switched between footage from a uh, Blackmagic pocket and a uh, Nikon... D55 D- D- D5500 mm-hmm. um and after viewing it um there were many people that were asking like so which was which and so that if if you know how to work with your footage um to a degree you can get away with that you can make it work um yep. cuz ultimately it's the the, the the concept and the content is more important than um the actual mm-hmm. quality Sure.
2: <laughs> yep, that is true. Um, so okay. Uh, without diverging. Um, so Drew, to answer your question, um, basically, well, uh, on Life Real zone we use the Nikon D fifty five hundred. Um, and we use the Zoom H four n audio recorder with a uh, boom pole and a Sennheiser ME sixty six mic. And we use that's the same audio setup we have through all of our films, I think, right, Sam? Okay. Then in the second uh, film and the third, uh, that's Dr. Zen and Weedham Creek, we use the uh, Panasonic GH4 with the uh, Atomos Shogun. Um, it's an older one. Um, yeah, and obviously GH4 at this point is an older camera, but it still gets some pretty decent images. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, I, so. and then we use the, uh, the Sigma. Uh, uh, which one is it? 18 to 35
2: yeah. millimeter. 18 to 35, yeah. one 18 Yep, that's correct.
4: Um, regarding sound, how was it filming at the river? Because I assume like that water must have been really difficult to like work with.
2: Honestly, no. No, I mean, we no. we would we usually do try to find spots that aren't like rushing really or calm. anything like yeah. that. Right yeah, as long as you're not near like rushing water, you're usually pretty good. Um, even if you are, I mean. Well, yeah, just don't get any, like, white water or anything, and you should be fine.
3: <laughs> for for dialogue, just kind of point away from the water, and then yeah. get a lot of uh, water fully to mix under to kind of blend in. It was, yeah. it was a pretty calm stream, as I remember.
1: Yeah, and plus, even if there is an issue, um, I have an audio program that we use called Isotope Elements, and it does a really good job of getting a lot of background
3: noise like that out of takes.
1: So it's a really good scrubber.
4: Awesome.
3: Before we go any further, can we just take a moment to uh, appreciate the era that we're in and that we have this technology to aid us? Oh, yeah. No, I mean,
1: Mike, if I had to edit on film, I'd probably kill myself a long time ago. Um, I cannot imagine just You're like... You're not one
2: of the real like, ones. It's fine. Just
1: strip film <laughs> and then just going, nope, doesn't work. Nope, doesn't work. <laughs> I can't imagine doing that and then doing that with audio.
6: I don't know how they did that. I can't imagine not having a display to, you know, give you an idea what the what the video is. Yeah. Like using a light meter is just beyond my abilities right now, but like, oh, yeah, all of us. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how they did that with such accuracy.
1: We would spend so much money in tape, taping things back together of just like, yep, this cut doesn't work.
4: (laughs) Why did I think this cut would work? (laughs) Um, Okay, so switching gears a little bit. um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you know this or not. We like to talk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
4: seriously. (laughs) Uh, How do you guys go about uh, writing? Like, do you improvise mostly or do you, like, have a set script and you, like, try to stick with it if you can?
1: Uh, It's kind of a mixture of both, to be honest. We normally, we have a script and we like to hit it for the most part, but we also like to have fun within the lines.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, I guess for the 72, obviously, it's like, I mean, you know, the the drill it's like you get your criteria and it, yeah it's either hard to uh work your idea around it or it's easy i would say because i know even even at the uh, launch party for like the doctor was in where we got psychiatrist, that for whatever reason for us like kind of tripped us up a little more i think coming up with with ideas Yeah,
3: one one idea we had for that was yeah. to make the entire film be like a dream sequence like we're kind of walking through our memories or something like that and it just like it just even though it was an interesting concept uh because we're uh not as familiar with the subject matter you know or that particular profession is just like yeah. this is this is not working
1: yeah i th- might i think mike and i were like trying to struggle just like trying to come up with some type of like factual thing to make it work and we were just like i can't fucking i don't know the material enough to, like, do psychiatrists, because then it was psychiatrists and psychologists, and we were like, which one's which? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. To the Google box. And it was this whole nightmare of just, like, yeah, thank God we have Google. What would we, what would we do in the olden days if we didn't have Google? We'd have to ask people. Um Yeah, I mean, it's, like I said, doing the script, it's, it's normally just figuring out what we want to keep if we want to improvise something if something works then we keep it if it doesn't work then we normally improvise less so with lines and more so with physicality yeah like um in in weedham creek when we like drag Ryan, like a lot of that was just. I mean, we had no set. We were just gonna turn him over and then just claw it. Yeah. But it just kept getting more and more aggressive, <laughs> and it was just so fucking funny. We was we was like, fun. all right, let's roll with it. Let's just let's see what happens. By the end of it, he
3: had damage on his belly.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Sean I, Sean was so
2: into the role, he just he clawed his belly. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I actually like sliced his stomach open. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, Sean, you
6: actually did draw blood. I forgot.
2: Yeah, I sliced (laughs) sliced his stomach open, and then um, I stuck some sand in there just to just for good measure. You feral monster! (laughs)
7: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, Ryan deserved it. He sucks. But
1: (laughs) I mean, and then it was it was that, and then um, uh, uh, the scene at the end of Weedham Creek where Sean and I are looking at each other is like, eh, how'd you sleep?" Like it was we just kind of like improvised, just like putting the blood on us and just like trying to look as
2: And another thing that didn't actually make the official cut, but you kind of see it in the BTS video we made, is uh, actually at the very end when we hop in the tubes, uh, because Ryan told us, uh, you know, directing us, he's like, you know, you guys are just having fun. Just have a blast. I'm like, okay, that's what I'll do. So I hop in the tube. Sam kind of hops in, uh, because I think initially Sam just kind of got in because it's so cold. But I would just like hop in and I would Mm. just like go for it. And then as we're going down the river, I'm just having fun. Like, I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'm just in in a river. And so I then splash Sam (laughs) with this cold water. And then Sam just like planks (laughs) in the tube. (laughs) I could see his like that moment of like,
1: why? (laughs) Just all the muscles tense. Literally, literally, he splashed me with the water. And the first thought was, you son of a bitch. (laughs) And then, literally, I'm just I'm planking in the water. I'm just like I don't want to touch the water because I'm fucking cold and my balls are right in it and I can't feel anything and I hate my life. And he's like,
6: <laughs> he's acting. He's doing his job.
1: I was acting. We'll
6: see. Sean Sean is a feral animal when it comes to eating that meat. He yeah. we didn't tell him so he he wanted to eat like day old ant ridden Yeah,
2: you gotta go for it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we were like, we're gonna be COVID compliant. We're gonna make <laughs> sure everyone wears their masks. And Sean immediately ripped the masks off, oh. kissed everybody on the lips. <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> it was like caution to the wind.
2: <laughs> yeah, what? Wait, co- wait, COVID's a thing now. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. not even gonna go there. Uh, but
3: <laughs> you're COVID compliant, not FDA compliant. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: seriously. <laughs> so oh yeah, was there? Uh, did you use a clean? uh gas can for when you, uh, dump the Skittles out of it?
5: <laughs> I
4: hope so. Please,
5: like, part of it. Yeah, we
4: tried to- <laughs>
5: Oh, no, no! We tried to- That's
4: it. acting, like, yes! so difficult to get rid of the smell, first of all, because, like, there was, like, gasoline in it, and, like- we had to <laughs> it out.
1: You guys can buy yes. one for, like, ten dollars at so 7-Eleven!
3: like- Sean's no. an animal, he would've eaten them. I would've fucking <laughs> eaten them. yeah. He would've eaten the gas can.
4: Yeah, um, <laughs> we didn't want to go out and buy one because we already had one and we just didn't feel like doing that. But also, the but,
5: Skittles were, like, pretty much too big for, like, the They tube. were just
4: barely too so big. So they
5: would get stuck, like, a couple inches in and I just had to pour it out, like, a little bit. So, like, most of the takes we got, I was, like, pouring it, nothing was coming out. And then they <laughs> yeah. finally did that one time. And they
2: only put- had <laughs> a smidgen of gasoline on them.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah I could definitely smell it. Um, but I don't think there was any on the Skittles that I was putting in my mouth. Sure. See,
2: that's <laughs> acting. Sam, take note. <laughs> I mean,
1: I would have just put turpentine on him and then just ate yeah. it straight, but you know Well, there you go.
5: <laughs> Did you ever get the skills out of the when you gave it back? There were some skills that were still stuck in there when you back
1: yeah. I I really hope you didn't because I I don't know whose gas can and gas. I hope your father, I hope your father goes to put the gas in it the lawnmower. And and <laughs> it. Well, so
5: funny because like his dad was kind of like protective of the gas cans. Like, he only wanted the one that was like too big or too small or whatever. Like, we just have this like medium-sized one that's the same as like the picture <laughs> we were supposed to be like copying. And then I think he finally did give us the. The
4: thing I think so yeah.
1: it's like drew no 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 listen you don't understand i know you're my
3: son but this is my treasured gas canister exactly. and we got skittles <laughs> in it i, I hate <laughs> to say it he 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 sounds like he's in the right to be protective of it cuz you did that yeah. shit <laughs> very fair <laughs> what no, just put some skittles in a gas can
7: like,
1: what's, what, what's, what, the, what's with that? the whole point of the <laughs> commercial is you know taste the rainbow put the skittles in the gas can it's the rainbow
4: oh uh, you know? side note who came up with the son of a bitch uh line in- and <laughs> oh man that was very funny That's
1: probably mike. That, was- that was mike that was really? 100% uh,
2: mike. Oh, it's okay. like, uh, the psych oh yeah doctor Zed. In. it's sonovovich
4: that <laughs> I think my other favorite line was just like it was in the doctors in one when he's like, "Have you tried uh, like not being sad?"
1: That was <laughs> <laughs> no, Sam. That was definitely me.
4: Yeah. Um. Okay. So we have we have a bunch of questions here. Oh, jeez. Oh, sure. Um,
5: you uh, took this very seriously. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, guys.
2: <laughs> no, no, but I mean, it also gives us something to bounce back at you because we want to ask. That really fits his personality.
1: Apparently, he takes everything really seriously.
7: Yeah.
2: Don't worry, Drew. I'm with you, man.
1: <laughs> no, hold on. I want to point out. I think it was 2000. Yeah, it was 2019. Okay, we're at the. Uh, wh- what was the club we were at um, the club? for the launch party? For the launch party, we're there at the launch party at the
2: bar. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Or the uh, the whatever restaurant, whatever. It's like that one in that yeah. garage-like place or whatever it was. I'm
1: sure Clark will tell us. But Maybe our he'd... host
2: can uh, put it in the uh, the Zoom chat for us.
1: Uh, He's probably making dinner or just, he doesn't care. It doesn't matter. (laughs) That's fair. But I just, I want to point out this guy comes up to us, he comes up to me and he hands me a letter. (laughs) And I open it. <gasps> oh,
2: and that's right, true. I remember that. I was there for that. Oh, I don't remember this.
7: <laughs> you
1: gave <laughs> me.
2: You gave me a summons. Oh yeah, that was a challenge. That's you right. gave me a
1: summons as a challenge that you were going to. I I, I have this letter around here what? somewhere. We I- were
5: in Pineapple Express. That's yeah. why this character does. He hands out subpoenas.
4: <laughs> I don't just normally do that. I
2: promise.
1: <laughs> that was crazy. <great>. I just <laughs> thought you were taking it super seriously. You're like, oh man, fuck these guys. No,
2: Screenberg, you're going down, son. Like- <laughs> <laughs> no <screen work. laughs> nah, that's uh no nah, that was that's what makes it fun though i mean some friendly competition absolutely
1: yeah no and honestly like i mean i i think sean's a little bit more friendlier about it than i am you know i uh! i like friendly <laughs> oh, no, no, no. i like i like friendly competition because i feel like it brings out the best in us mm. but like at the end of the day like everyone makes a good film everyone learns from something like as long as that happens that's great but like When we're filming the 72, you can go fuck yourself because our film is better than yours.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And that's a promise. (laughs) Even when it's not. But anyway. (laughs) I I need you to take your opinion of your film and stick it right up. Way up your ass.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think like...
4: Okay, how do you guys structure uh, your three days? Like, do you like do like writing, like filming, editing, or like? Uh,
2: So basically, I mean, the times I've been there, I think Sam, you guys did this on. We we keep the same structure. Yeah, basically, Thursday night. Obviously, we get the criteria and we focus on the script writing. We get like eighty to ninety percent of the script done Thursday night. And we sleep.
3: Weirdly enough, it does help that it starts, like, 9 or 10 p.m. Yeah. yeah, And not, like, at midnight.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And so we get that done. Then, Friday morning, we get kind of the script. We tinker with it maybe a little bit, but normally we go through... We already have most of it done by then, but Friday is when we start like kind of quote unquote producing it during the day, where we start like setting up locations. Okay, this is where we're gonna go. This is what we're gonna do. This is the we get this props. props we gotta get. Then, I guess it's kind of worked out where Friday night we would shoot either indoor scenes or a scene that takes place during the night. That'd be Friday night. Then Saturday all day—that's our one uh, main shoot day—and okay. we'll get it. M- Pretty much it'll be all done by Saturday evening, then Saturday evening we'll do a little bit of editing and so on and so forth, or most of the editing, I think it depends. but then Sunday, that's when we devote completely to editing, and that's how it it's worked for us for the most part, and I guess that's pretty much what we'll do other times, I'm assuming, unless something
4: happens. Do you end up like sleeping or do you like actually like sleep? <laughs>
2: Oh
3: yeah, we do. We do it in shifts.
1: We have it to the point where we kind of have it timed out. Like when you get the criteria, we write until maybe two, three, four in the morning. Then we sleep until about nine yeah. at the latest. Yeah. So you get about six hours, and then you know we go over the script. We kind of tweak it if we need to. Uh, we start producing around noon. Like we we talk about it over lunch. And we go, okay, you know, uh, we're going to film Scout here, here, and here. And we're going to get lunch at this location. And we're going to keep going, this, this, and that. Um, We also make phone calls of just, uh, if we're having actors, we go, hey, do you want to film? We're filming tonight and tomorrow. We need you all day, period, you know. Um, And then we normally start filming. We get to location, like, four, five uh, Friday night. And then we typically film, like, six to midnight, six to one, six to two, depending on what we're doing, what the scene is. Um, and then, yeah, then we start up again at either 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. And then we just film until the sun goes down or until we get the shots that we need. Very rarely we will shoot early Sunday morning, but that hardly ever happens. <laughs> yeah, it does, uh, we have half. Yeah, I don't think that's
2: happened yet. Yeah.
1: We did it for the SRK video, but that's only because it was SRK. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But how, how about you guys? Since you guys are literally doing it just about everything, how does that work for you?
4: So Miley kind of takes the lead on writing.
5: well, I would say mm-hmm. we usually, like, start off, like, we try to come up with the main idea together. So it's, like, something that we're both going to be excited about. The first yeah. year, we didn't really do anything the night of the launch party because I was feeling sick. And I was like, I should sleep this off. And then I still got sick anyway.
4: No. no. <laughs> no. Yeah, Drew was
5: freaking out. I was like, you're being an asshole. I'm going to bed. We <laughs> got
4: to get going. Like,
5: <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Don't you'd be do- sick
2: now. Come on. We got to go film something. <laughs> so what do you sick? <laughs> oh, my God. Get sick later, God!
5: You were joking that weekend though., <laughs> um, okay, I'm over it, kinda. Um, but yeah usually Thursday night we'll like kind of brainstorm and like try to come up with the main idea. That didn't actually happen either year, I don't think. Um, but by Friday, we usually have like the idea by like noon and then I'll just write the script through the afternoon. um so usually yeah Friday's the day that we write. And then Saturday we film, and then Sunday we are edits.
4: Yeah, and then there's like you know the occasional pickup shot. We'll try to do Sunday if there's time, but that's pretty much it. It's, and
5: we do sleep. I I enforce the sleeping thing.
4: Yeah, it's I think it's better to have like, you know, a a fresh like take on it. Yeah, yeah. You reach a point like in the night where you're just, you you can not go on any longer. Like, and oh yeah. You're probably doing a disservice to the film. Like when you're like. Yeah,
7: yeah.
1: I just yeah. can't
4: do it. Yeah.
1: Um, he wrote a list.
4: What else we got?
5: Oh my God, you have such a huge list.
4: I, I
2: <laughs> can't
5: read any. I'm
4: the not going to ask down. all of this. I wrote too much.
3: No, go ahead. Ask us.
2: Uh, ask away, Drew. We can
3: be here five hours
2: if we have to. Yeah. It's fun. Fuck it.
3: <laughs> well, while you're looking up on that, so Friday evening, we do uh, indoor shots or something that's in the evening. And the doctor is in. That's when we filmed the first interview, and so that was in the dead of night. But like, if you look at the windows, I, I have to credit Sam, just blasting all the lights through the windows, actually made it look like it was it was in the day. Yeah, no, that fooled me.
6: Yeah, that was good. Did Sam even? Did you even uh, use C T B or is that just full tungsten? I don't, I, I
1: think. It was... Uh, I did full tungsten because yeah, that works. Yeah. did you just yeah.
6: could
2: you just white balance to that? I don't even know. Like...
1: Uh, well, yeah, Mike. Mike was the one color balancing
3: or white balancing. So yeah, like, so Mike, I did just, you white
2: balance to just tungsten then, like thirty two hundred?
3: I believe so. I mean, if it wasn't that exactly, it was close. Because
2: Ryan, that's what we did for the amalgus. Do you remember that with the? Uh, I do. Kino, uh, yeah. Wait for which scene? Uh, the um. In the apartment. Yeah, the apartment. Remember, it was getting dark, and we had to make it look like yeah. sunlight was coming in the the sliding doors. I do remember and we that, yes. uh, we had the uh with the Kino, we had the Kino like <laughs> soft, yeah. But yeah. So
1: Yeah, I don't think we did 32k. I think we did like 35 just to make it a little bit brighter. Okay, yeah. But, yeah that's that's pretty much what we did.
4: Okay. I got a question. Um so for life rolls on, you guys had two directors instead of one. Did you feel like that was like easier or more difficult at all?
2: No. Uh f- I've usually worked with Sam a lot, like, sure. kind of coming up with ideas and just bouncing shit off. Uh, yeah, And, you know, I'm the one that's kind of, like, behind the camera, so I'm telling, especially Sam is acting, uh, I'm the one telling him, okay, this is your performance, and also I'm telling some of the other actors. And then Sam, obviously, is also uh, talking with the actors and getting them, like, kind of pumped up as well. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Sean
1: and I, we work really well together, because, I mean, we've known each other since sixth grade. Um, we've yep. been doing some type of film work since 2011, Yeah.
2: 12, 11, yeah, 11, technically, but yeah.
1: Yeah. 11. So, I mean, we, we, 10 years. we speak the same language. Yeah. Oh God, we're old. Um, we speak the same language. Plus like if, you know, we don't really take anything personally on film sets because I mean, I don't think you really can, you know, you gotta, gotta do what you gotta do in order to get the shot. We're going to get the work done. But I mean, we have the same sense of humor where it's just like, if I'm angry or or if I'm uh ticked off or whatever, he can say something ridiculous and vice versa. So I think, you know, we we've done it so many times. Like Sean and I shot a wedding one time, and it was a long, busy day. We were hot, we were sweaty. Um, and the groom comes up, he's like, So how'd you guys make out? And I was like, Well, Sean uses too much tongue, but besides that, it was great. <laughs> um and like the groom was like
7: <gasps> you know, like, and I just kind of
2: like leaned into it I was like yeah yeah it's, I get yeah. a little too uh a little too friendly sometimes <laughs>
7: yeah I mean so
1: like, him and I just play off really well our personalities just mesh really well together so like having two directors with Sean and I it's like it it's just kind of a natural extension of the work we do anyway
4: mm-hmm. okay um kind of going off of that this is for Sam and Ryan um both of you directed and acted in the same film how, how did you find that experience
6: well, um, I guess that was my first time really acting in something that I was directing. I I, I kind of viewed it, you know, as more of Sam and Sean's story. I was just kind of element that got them to where they are. You were really that bringing it to life. Yeah, I have like I have like one or two lines, and a few of them are probably improvised while Sean is ripping out my guts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the most believable acting in the entire movie yeah uh
6: sean was out for blood uh, (laughs) and he got it so i I mean like again like um, like i'm credited as director but i was still very much um uh collaborating with sean and sam and mike and kelia the whole crew pretty much um whenever i direct something i love getting ideas from cast and crew if they have any ideas it's whatever makes it better so uh we would kind of bounce ideas off of each other and i would just kind of just insert myself and i think i want to say maybe mike called whenever since i was um on camera i couldn't really yell for cutting or rolling i think mike take that responsibility? Did I?
1: Uh, I mean, no, you, yeah, you did could, it. You you could
6: did do that. Did it a yeah. lot.
1: You did do it a lot.
6: Okay. I definitely did yell cut when I was getting torn into, Malt. because, the, yeah,
3: I
2: like, or anything like that.
3: Um, it went on too long. Eventually, like, they actually would be starting to take it out. Uh,
2: yeah, I want to see real guts. Know, I mean, like,
1: it's, <laughs> so one thing I do want to point out here, which nobody has seemingly got so the the first film we did for the 72 was with srk uh ryan's character said no lines but his name tag said britney so (laughs) what we've done is in every film we've done we've had at least a small cameo with ryan Mm -hmm. where we've just credited him as britney Nobody has said anything about that. But, I mean, four years ago, and Brittany is his character arc.
3: Are we spe- <laughs> we specifically checked to make sure we had the correct spelling and everything. Yeah, yeah. Every year.
1: So it's, it's it, yeah, every year. Yep. Yeah. We don't want Brittany to ever die. I think Brittany
2: died. But- <laughs> you, we're going to
1: bring him back as a forest ghost.
2: Yeah, we're thinking about having Brittany haunt the next one. Stay yeah. tuned. My sister's going to clean me up.
1: Uh, I mean, it's kind of the same deal, you know, like... um. Uh, directing and being in the film, like I you know it's just a matter of getting the timing right and just feeling what you know because I've did a lot of work for improv, so like I have a good sense of timing when it comes to comedy so it's like as long as it feels good to me as a performer, it's probably going to look good on camera and sometimes I'm right sometimes I'm wrong you know so it's it's also just trusting who's behind the camera and who who else is there I am just like did that worked that worked that good. Um, so it's, I, I don't want to say it's, it's just an added difficulty, but just because it's a 72 and we're not going for like the most Oscar worthy of, you know, uh, uh, performances it normally, whatever works, works. It's really just assigning someone to wear the hat that Ryan is wearing right now and just have one person in control, you know, for the 72s. And I mean, it works, you know, it's a system that, that works well for us. Um, Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, like, trust. Like, I think, like, hopefully that Miley trusts me, like, enough to um the camera when, when she's in front and, like, she's also uh, directing. So I feel like that's kind of the biggest thing you have to trust whoever is filling in for you. Um,
1: you know, exactly. That's That's the biggest thing is you just got to trust your partners. You know, you just have to trust everybody that you're going to make the best fucking thing out there.
3: Because eventually you got to accept that this particular task at least in this moment, is outside of my control. And so you have to accept that whoever is handling it is doing it to the best of their abilities. Yeah. And while their the mind's eye, their particular vision of it, isn't always going to be exactly yours, yeah. but or, or it won't match, but they're still making it as good as they can possibly make it.
2: Yeah,
7: yeah.
5: Yeah, we definitely had a few times last year where you would show me like what you shot and I was like, Well that's not really how I envisioned oh, it, yeah. but it's I got fine. It out of this. I don't yeah. really want to do this again. So
1: <laughs> But it did turn out well. See, but that's the that's the beauty of the seventy two though, is you're just kinda like, eh, Yeah, it's fine. Just get in the can.
5: Yeah. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I trust
5: you, know, don't worry. <laughs>
4: um Okay, I think another thing Clark wanted us to talk about was like, what are some teams that we look forward to like every year? Um, and just to start it off, I thought uh, Matt Friend's film, The Void People, looked uh, amazing.
1: Oh my God, that was fantastic. That was beautiful.
4: Last year, I definitely looked forward to him. Um, mm-hmm. Star Wipe, definitely, of course. Uh, yep. Yeah. Capsule and Containment were really good.
1: I always look forward to Comatose. Yeah, um, Comatose. I think fun. their work is awesome. 2018 was Fears and Superstitions. No, it was, no, not Fears and
2: Superstitions. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah.
1: Fears and Superstitions. They had my favorite film that I've seen in any of the Seven Twos, and it was the one where the girl she turns people to, not to stone, but she freezes people by looking at oh, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Gorgon, yeah.
1: It's, it's gotten to the point where I've shown people that. Like, my girlfriend's friend texted me. She's like, what was that film you showed me about the one girl that, and she's like, thank you so much. I want to show my parents this. <laughs> you know? Like, it's it's probably my favorite film I've ever seen of any of the 72s. Um, so I always look forward to Comatose. And even last year with their shit, where it was like, scott pilgrim meets just comic i was just blown away i was like good god where she's looking for the teddy bear yeah i was just like where's mr
3: b yeah where's mr b i was just how the fuck do you have time to edit this shit yeah
2: Yeah, i know it's crazy that's the
3: other thing where it's just like you can tell that um most of the participants aren't taking themselves too seriously
1: yeah, and then you have those fuckers that take themselves way too goddamn seriously. <laughs> hey, yeah, a
3: handful of them are. Um, you know the guy, the guy stuck in the quarantine tent is very serious. But then we have ones where it's um where she's looking for a uh for a teddy bear, and they yeah. just happen to be on just a higher um production level. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. we 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 have ones where the guy's sidekick is a sandwich, as like no one's taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. Um just because like we don't have the time to afford it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like I
1: said, uh, yeah, Coma Toast, we're, we're always good at Star Wipe, we always love their work. Um and then there's other ones that like we like their work but we just can't remember their names.
2: No, I like <laughs> Well, I was going to say the one Mike was uh, referring to. Uh, I like the one that uh, Shrug did in uh 2018, uh, the rabbit one, the oh, yeah. bunny tail or whatever that it was. Fun. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Just a to in short.
2: <laughs> I mean, we're t- t- coming from the guys that made a five-minute skit about like about cannibalism. About like I don't think we you, could But if, th- if you if you
1: think if you think about it, the 2020 72 uh, hour film festival, the theme was cannibalism, and we started. Very
2: yeah, yeah. True. What the yeah? What the fuck was up with that? Like there were like two or three other films that had cannibalism.
1: There was like eight <laughs> that, films with
3: cannibalism, but we did it the best. That's just what that year had is doing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the stars aligned. I mean, did, did did people just eat other people during quarantine? <laughs> yes! I, mean, uh, I guess, like, at least I thought about it. John, like, you were this close yes, to doing can... it yourself. Yeah, I know, I know. I Quarantine has made me very, uh... If that
6: kielbasa wasn't there, you would've gone for something else.
3: Yeah. Another kielbasa. <laughs> Somebody somebody was typing in we're starved for human contact and then backspace the contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Basically, I mean yeah, a lot of a lot of films this year like had like the uh, twist where it's like, oh cannibalism, by the way, like this is what we're eating. It's a person. What I thought yeah. was particularly
6: fun uh, with writing Weedham Creek, so there's this kind of sub criteria for 2020, oh, where the, the, the uplifting theme, because yeah, it
1: had to be hopeful. Yeah, had to be
6: hopeful. Hopeful was the theme in a in a year that's been so terrible for so many people, <laughs> and it was so much fun, kind of just shooing in this like smarmy, this hope cheesy, hopeful message while they're eating my dead corpse, <laughs> just making me this is like night, like this so smarmy as possible. Yep,
1: yeah. a lot of fun. I know you. He fed me your penis, mm. and we're just like, "Yeah, how do you sleep?" It's not, it's not yeah, yeah. You, like. you guys are like clapping each other on the back.
6: You know, you're laughing. Yeah, uh, Sean splashing freezing water on you. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Wheaties commercial, eh? like <laughs> I look on with hope.
3: Well, one of the unused takes, like you have the uh, have the ribs, just like. Oh my god, those oh. ribs look so tasty. Oh, so good. They were so
1: good. Yeah, the other thing too that bothers us is like. With the lighting, it looks like we just slathered barbecue sauce. On. <laughs> no, he we went the extra mile. We made fake blood, so everything tasted like raspberry chocolate sauce, Ew. and it was awful.
2: Yeah, that was not good. On
1: top was... of this very savory
3: meats.
2: Yeah, and, uh, it, was, it
1: was. It was a waste of fucking meat. We wasted like a hundred dollars on meat. Was that much? That wasn't that bad, but yeah,
2: I think it was pushing it. It was. It was. Good. It
1: was close. It was like eighty dollars.
2: It was a bit of meat. It was like ribs, kielbasa,
1: uh, ham, uh. But to answer your question, though, Drew, back on topic, uh, I really like Matt friends video. I just want to, like, give a huge shout out because I feel like he deserved a lot more nominations for his work because his work. Because, I mean, we were kind of having a little fun with him one set, like reading his Instagram, like, you know, day one in the journal (laughs) (laughs) vlog. Like we were having a little fun with it. But like. We had like, a watch party when it came out because Mike got married like the day after, <laughs> and uh, we were all watching it, and we were just like, "Holy shit, it's fucking great for one person doing this.' very like, creative, this really
3: good. It was really creative, and it was just just fucking good.
1: It was really doing the most with the least,
7: yeah,
3: it was too bad that, like halfway through, He had to stop doing Captain's Log because uh, he had to focus on it to actually get it done. Because it was actually kind of a morale boost to us. It was. (laughs) We're just like, let's see what Matt Friend's up to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Matt Friend hasn't posted in a day. I hope everything's all right. (laughs) Is he okay? (laughs) I hope he didn't get eaten. (laughs) Uh, But who, who else was it? There is the one film, I think it's, is it Black Fox Studio... Is that the one that did the one long take? Mm -hmm.
7: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I do know one. Yeah,
1: that was that was really impressive. That was really funny and just it was good. I liked that a lot. The
2: pen. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting
1: because I feel like half the films I remember, and then half the films are kind of like, "Eh." but like I don't know. As long as you have fun. But I mean, there's just been some films in the past couple years where it's just like, ah, glad I don't remember this one. You know,
6: it's how it goes sometimes. Like, the doctor is in.
1: Yeah, I hope nobody remembers the doctor's <laughs> in. But apparently, it has two of your favorite jokes in it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right. Um, I don't have any questions other than just advice.
5: Wow, we got through that whole list. I, I'm gonna I don't want to do Look at all the notes he made. In, like, wait,
2: wait, I can't see him. No.
5: Take the whole page.
1: <laughs> I'll hold it up closer. Read
2: another question, Drew. What's yeah, the, what's on, the Drew? weirdest question you have? Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Weirdest question? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think any of them are too. They're all very
5: serious.
1: They're all
4: very serious.
1: Fine. Read your most serious question.
4: Um. Did you cover? But I think just like advice, like what are what are some like takeaways, like going forward for future teams? I guess.
5: Mm. Um.
6: Have fun is. I mean, I guess like if it isn't fun, then there's no. Have fun doing it is what I'm really saying. It can be whatever you want it to be, but as long as you're having a good time writing it shooting it editing it putting it all together showing it to people that's what it's all about
1: so yeah uh the one thing i'll say is what we try to do after every screen burn shoot is we do something called a post-mortem yeah where we just kind of discuss the shoot and we kind of go around in a circle and discuss each person on set what they brought to the team and y- what we do is we go okay like what's something positive about Ryan? How did Ryan handle being a director? You know, how is he as a person? How is he as a crew member? How is he as a cast member? Um, And we just give a bunch of positive stuff. And instead of doing anything negative, we just go, what can Ryan work on to become better? And we really just do that for everybody. So nobody feels left out and everybody feels like they could take something away. Because I feel like any type of project you do, as long as you learn something from it, even if it's just reinforcing something you've done before, as long as you're learning from it, it's a good set. If you don't learn something from a set,
2: it's a
3: bad set. Yeah.
2: That all depends. But...
3: <laughs> my, my personal advice is just to always be learning. Yeah. For as long as you're physically and mentally capable, um, try to make as many skills in your toolkit as possible. Because um, part of what I'm, what I'm personally able to do is so i don't do a lot of films but i still know like image composition because i'm a photographer and I, I do portraits and i also can do um color grading and then beyond that i'm also trying to learn like vfx and that's just new territory for me and the other thing is like because we trade hats a bunch so it's like okay if someone needs help, like we're, um, we're missing an extra audio guy and people know how to do that or how to set up the lights if we need an extra guy. Like try to just learn and like sponge up as much as possible. Um, and just always have this passion to be better at. Like it's okay to have a certain specialization, but at our level, like it's good to know as much as you can it makes you all around a a better team member
7: for sure
1: yeah i mean uh kind of going with that you know it's just sponge up as much as you can you know uh it doesn't matter if you try and fail something at least you tried so you can learn next time how not to fail um try to push yourself you know i mean we hardly do visual effects like we did with this film and like if you watch the film you're like oh so you did a force Ghost effect, and then you did the blurring effect. We don't normally do that, but like we pushed ourselves to just do it because it was funny. But like we learned how to do it, and we can apply it next time, or we could adapt to something else. you know, so it's just trying different things, too, of what haven't you done before, Sean?
2: Um, no, I mean, I really don't have a whole lot to add on that. I mean, it's basically the same thing. It's no stage leave. Uh, well, uh, I guess take it from someone who uh, unintentionally, uh, going back to this story uh, earlier, someone who unintentionally uh, ran over a camera um, and has made no,
1: no start, not, start from the beginning, Shut up. Right, let me, let me get story. my thought.
2: I will tell the prequel story uh, in a second. But yeah, take it from somebody who has done that. Take it from someone who has uh, occasionally been maybe a little too serious on set. Take it from someone who has made many mistakes. So, again, the whole thing is just a journey.
3: Just if, if we're telling the story, just the whole thing just culminates <laughs> to uh, you need to have good problem solving. Yes.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Um, roll with the punches. Um, yes, you will make films that suck. Yes, you will have situations that suck. But just roll with them, learn the next time, and uh, you will get better. I mean, it's all there is to it. Keep on trucking,
3: Sam. What's the line where it's like, uh, you know, sucking at something is the first step at being kind of good at something?
1: Um, that's a very specific quote, and I don't know it.
2: Why'd you ask Sam specifically?
3: Because <laughs> he's the one that watches Adventure Time. Uh-
2: do you? Oh yeah, I just. I like, I it's, 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 it, but... it's
3: the dog that says that. I'm pretty uh, sure I've heard that bro, somewhere I
2: somewhere else, but.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's like uh, there's like seven seasons of Adventure Time, and they're like 15 minutes each. I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, it's been a couple years.
2: <laughs> uh, so, uh, I don't know if you at Skin Hunger made any uh, I mean, outside maybe the first set, but like on um, was there anything you really learned or made any
4: mistakes on um off the grid? It definitely went a lot smoother and I think it's earlier that like we had a lot of long takes where it was just Miley talking and like um, it made everything a lot easier for editing and filming. And I think, yeah, I just personally didn't take it as seriously and I think it helped the environment (laughs) Uh, and I think we both tried to enjoy the process more and that's kind of what I was saying earlier that like the process is a lot more important than the result, I think. Sure. Any advice you have?
5: Um, I mean, my only thing with last year's was I felt like I should have spent more time like refining the script. Like, there was just some stuff that I kind of like didn't word it as like nicely as it could have been because I wanted to like be done that day and then like be able to film the next day. And That's then Back on, I was like, I could have made that better if I spent like 20 minutes longer on it. But I mean. We didn't know how it was gonna go the next day or anything. Like I wanted to make sure we had as much time as possible, so cleaning right. up the script, I think.
3: So done is better than perfect.
5: Yeah. True.
2: Yep. No, oh, no, absolutely. Have you guys ever had it where you're just kind of under the gun and you barely turn it in on time? The
4: first yeah, that, that was the first phone. That's what I was kind of saying earlier. That like. Oh, okay. It was um, well, that was
5: mostly because. Google, like the Wi-Fi wasn't. Oh, the Wi-Fi at my house is like oh, no. terrible.
4: So, like we were Oof. we were really struggling, and that's when I like snapped. And we like, was, like jumped in the out. car
5: like 20 minutes before it was due and drove downtown to turn it in yeah. in person, even though we weren't planning to do that. Yeah, we did get it <laughs> in, like within 10 minutes, I think. Whew!
1: Yeah, you had to push an old woman and a baby in a stroller, <laughs> but you got it
3: done. You can't handle this two megabit upload.
5: <laughs> well, I when we were driving down. Star wipe like leaving uh area was it area fifty one
3: yeah 51.
5: you're like oh well they made it in time like <laughs> look at them casually strolling away as we're like trying to find parking and yeah. like freaking
2: out <laughs> now uh, Weedham Creek was pretty just under that time limit because I think we ended up fully uploading it to Google Drive at, like it was seven, what 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 was the deadline like seven o'clock. I don't remember. Or, or whatever. Save it was seven. It would it was like six fifty when like the export ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it was getting really under the gun. I'm just like, we gotta like edit we gotta export this now. Like mm-hmm. like Yeah. But no, that was intense. Um but we got it in. Uh haven't had one where we've uh haven't gotten it in the fingers crossed, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we also try, you know, like it's better to have too little than too much. Yeah. You know, because we've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, you know, we've noticed that there are more teams they keep adding to the seventy-two. Uh, the the shorter the time comes. So like when we first did it, uh, how long was SRK's video? It was like six and a half minutes, right? I think for student Sean. Which, yeah. And yeah. then I think the year after we did life Rose on, it was six minutes. I
2: think it may have been actually six and a half because I remember we were under it a little bit. It was like six and a okay, half fine. for the twenty eighteen, and, and then that was for amateur.
1: Yeah, and the doctor's in was like six minutes, and then this was like five and a half. Yeah, it was
2: cut off at five and a half for shaving amateur. Shaving it off. Yep.
1: So like they keep shaving it off, which is like fine because there's more films, but there's more teams. yeah. The problem is, is there's more there's more films now, yeah. so like you know things are getting you can't make your films as long, and you know just. I mean, watching them is just a slog because there's just so many now, Um, and like that's not a criticism. It's you know because they want to have more teams play and compete, and it's a lot more fun. But you know, it's just there are so many teams now, and like I think it's kind of unfair for some of the teams because it goes on for so long. By the end of the night, you're like, I don't give a shit.
6: Yeah, that's kind of our disadvantage uh,
7: last year, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if the doctor's in, I think we played second or third to last. Mm. So like everyone is just kind of like. I'm so tired. I want to
6: go. <laughs> yeah. They're not picking up the uh, the incredibly witty jokes uh, uh, that I sprinkled through. Yeah,
1: the incredibly witty jokes, mm-hmm. the, you know, the comedy gold.
6: And I read DSM-7 uh, and they're all just like,
1: what? I don't get that. I right. <laughs> don't know how to spell that. Karen Son of a bitch. That's not funny. That's just a play on words. <laughs> you know, um... I, I do want to mention one thing because it just popped back in my head. The one team that I, I want to find, like, their YouTube page, what is it? It's Dick Dangerous. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I want to be able to watch all of them because, like, last year is the only year they didn't play. And, like, there's, mad. like, 16 was, like, really years or whatever of, like, them doing their stupid sketches and I want to watch them. And I can't even remember the team name that does it. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, shoot now i'm it's like on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember the team name yeah, I'm trying to think i uh,
4: I don't think so.
1: <laughs> These are the things that bother me and keep me up at night, drew. I'm
2: saying, yeah, <laughs> like um I okay, well, I guess I might as well just rip off this band aid uh, <laughs> so drew, I mean i do you know the story of Tippett? oh, okay, all right. Well, this is the... Uh, it's a Towson legend. This, in, is, this, is- this is the Towson legend. Okay, I'm going to give you the somewhat abridged version. But yeah, that's the uh, camera incident. So here we go. So basically, filming Tippett, why... Uh, earlier in the conversation, we talked about how it went from filming on the Blackmagic Pocket to the Nikon D5500. You're probably asking, why did that happen? What's the point? Well... It was your artistic choice from Sean Mullen. Yeah, no, I I intended this. I wanted this. No, I didn't. But basically what happened was uh, the DP and I, we got back to our car and we were loading it up. There was two cars, uh, Sam and the rest of the crew. I forget who else was there. And um, and it was Emily. But yeah, anyway, they left us. We packed up the uh, second car and I think everything's in. So I get in the car. And, uh, of course, I think, you know, the DP has everything in, and they packed everything up. So, I get in the car, I'm ready to go, and then uh, the DP gets on the passenger side, and he asks me to, Hey, uh, could you pull up uh, so I'm not in the mud? Because we were filming in the woods, and I was like, okay, cool, sure. So I pull up, I hit the gas to get up on the road, and then I hear a... And I'm thinking... What the fuck is that? Like, there was no curb, there was no nothing like that. So, I, I wait in the car, and then the DP gets out and checks, and I just see his eyes just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "You ran over the camera, <laughs> the rig and all. It was the the mat box, the, the follow focus, uh, the uh... magic pocket, the cage. Oh, it was it was great. No, so honestly, I was like." Uh, naturally petrified and mm-hmm. you know kind of pinching myself to wake up and uh, <laughs> so anyway we call just to give you the bridge version we called the uh team and I basically couldn't bring myself to tell them that I had just <laughs> me and the DP basically almost fucked the film <laughs> like, and so the DP then tells them we get there and yeah we splay out all the parts and the DP is like oh it might cost like a grand I'm like or no, he was like, maybe like $500. I'm like, $500? This is probably at least like a couple grand <laughs> of like damage. <laughs> so yeah, now I'm like, it's kind of flipping out. But then we finally just decide to shoot the rest of it with the D5500. We might as well just... Uh, I talked with the producer and we just decided, yeah, we'll just shoot with the DSLR. It sucks, but fine. Better to get we'll the film done. done. Yeah, it's better to get it done because we had other actors coming in and shit like that. And I'm just like, we're not just going to tell them to go home and we're, we're finished. Like, we got to get done. So ultimately, the end result was a couple end results. The bad news was between the DP and I, we owed uh roughly like three grand. So it was like 1500 a pop to the school. So that was awesome. Uh, And then, yeah, also we, uh, well, good news and bad news, we became Towson Legends for better or for worse (laughs) because that was, yeah, that was a thing. I remember he told me the story of how he actually put the camera equipment because he actually took it back like as we were shooting. I actually shot another scene with the producer. She was kind of like my temporary DP. He tells me the story of how he brought it back. He put it on the table in the uh, what Towson calls the cage, which is like the uh, rental place they have. He puts it on the table, and the, he said the guy just gave him a look like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened? And, of course, I was telling him, like, just make sure they're the only ones that know about this because I don't want this getting out. And of course, no, of course, what happened was, as Ryan said, it got out. As soon as he put it on the table, there was another guy from our class. Of course, I guess the DP wasn't careful and the guy was just like, oh, what happened? And of course, after that, that's probably when it spread like wildfire. So I everybody- told you to be
3: discreet. Yeah, I, uh,
2: I wasn't on
6: set that day, but I do remember waking up from a nap at home and and hearing about this incident from another production group that I used to be in, and just feeling sick to my stomach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because the actors had no idea. Well, they, I, t- I know, told could-
2: them, but like, yeah, they they basically thank God it happened before like our. Unknown yeah. actors came in, um, mm-hmm. so that was the only good news, I guess. But no, the the good news is that the film actually turned out fairly decent for what it was, and it actually got a lot of good um, feedback and won some awards. Uh, people, people, yeah, people liked it at the uh, Towson screening, which was really cool, and uh, got into a couple film festivals, which was neat. So, no, I mean, again, just you know, if you ever feel like a dumbass and you made a big mistake, like just know there's a guy that ran over camera that is still in the game so take that for what you will problem solving yeah exactly it's just rolling with the punches no matter how much they uh stomp your guts out uh <laughs> like it's just gotta take it just move on
1: i mean but that's kind of the mentality of screen burn though it's like it doesn't matter it's murphy's law whatever fucking happens will happen but yep. it's just how how are you gonna fucking roll with it you know, like, we've, we've had so much shit happen to us, yeah. but we are still standing. So it's just, how are you going to adapt? You know, you either adapt or you die. And only a couple of us have died, so, you know, <laughs> we been pretty well.
2: Yep, yeah, so, sorry for that uh, divergence. Long-winded. But yeah, I thought that might be, uh, hopefully inspired some people. Uh- <laughs> inspires me, Sean. Yeah, so I don't, I don't. I'm assuming Skin Hunger has not had any catastrophic uh, failures like that. So just
1: lost sippy cups.
3: <laughs> so on that note, we'll be uh, seeing you at uh, this year's 72. <laughs> Hopefully, with less damage.
4: Yeah, um, yeah, we'll definitely be doing it this year. Um, Excellent. Maybe with more than two people, but we still have to see. <laughs> we gotta talk about.
1: It. See, it would be fun if we could kind of have two 72s, because like we like you know screen burn we like working with ourselves obviously you know we're we're all big egotistical people we like <laughs> with our egos um but it would also just be a lot of fun and just like do with other people you know like um It'd be interesting. it would be great to to work with you drew because i mean we haven't done anything since we did we worked with him on
2: matched yes yeah
1: and like that was a lot of fun that but we haven't worked with uh, miley at all but you know we try to have fun and we try to just spread joy and laughter at everybody, and it would just be a lot of fun to just work with other people because, frankly, I just get so
3: tired of Sean. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, yeah, you were making the point of it seems like the um the timeline has been going down because more teams have been coming in, so yeah. and that's a good problem to have. But be very interesting if we had like an autumn one and a spring one yeah because that way we could spend even more money
2: <laughs>
1: and be disappointed by our lack of awards yep. since somebody keeps winning them all
2: yeah no you guys are actually the only ones that have won anything yeah screenburn has one shit
1: <laughs> we thought we were uh, gonna win something with life rolls on but now
2: that nah, skin hunger has been uh kicking ass it's two years
1: uh srk's film uh, millennium video charlie won best student but that's as close as we've come to victory. That's close
6: enough. That's close enough, honestly.
3: Yeah. I feel okay claiming that. The 72 community said, we'll give you a taste. <laughs> and <that's>,
1: yeah. <laughs> and that's all we got. We just got a taste.
2: Actually, there was one of the judges, I think, for Life rolls On that when we brought it in. Or no, when we came to the uh, actual viewing, um, he was like, I really liked your guys', But that's about the only thing we've gotten. <laughs> Quite wholesome, but that's it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had one person come up to me and said, "You're the guys that did like the D and D one. Like, I, me and my friends played D and D. We loved so- it." I'm like, "Yeah, that didn't help, but a thank you. <laughs> made me feel good." And then they got to watch Doctor Is In. And they were like, "You fucking suck." Yeah, we
6: really let them down with that one.
1: Yeah, we did we
6: really. But then our uh, our fan base of like five people.
1: Yeah, your mom will no longer watch any of our films. Mm-hmm. Russell's dad,
6: However, we uh, we gained one fan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think my dad was like, "Well, that was interesting, son." <laughs> my
3: my my grandmother loved it. This Did she them say it was like a uh, it was a waste of our talents or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
7: right. Yes.
2: No, that was my yeah. dad. <laughs> I love you dad, but yeah. <laughs> well, whatever, we had fun.
1: Yeah. Well, what about what about you guys? What do your parents think of your stuff?
5: I think your mom loves everything you do.
4: <laughs> I think our parents are pretty supportive of.
5: Honestly, I don't know if my parents even watched the one from last year.
3: What's it like to have supportive (laughs) parents?
5: Yeah, I don't know.
3: (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Woof. I feel
5: like last year, for the most part, everyone was just like, the one with the twins, I liked a little more, but this one was good, too. And then the first one, everyone was like, the twins were so cute. (laughs) Yeah, they are. would you yeah. still have liked it if they weren't in it?
4: <laughs> no, I wouldn't
1: have. That would have been a terrible film.
5: <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You made that movie without them.
4: Yeah, they were amazing to work with.
1: Yeah. Were- that's, that's amazing because we've had terrible luck. Because they've always told, you know, the rule is no kids and no animals. And we've done both. And we've had a really tough time with both. We've made, we've it, made work, it work, though. Yeah. Luckily, you live with them, I assume. You know, you can just not give them food and they'll they'll do what you want
5: <laughs> we did get the mcdonald's we, we got them I nearly <laughs> remember driving there because i was sick but i we did get the mcdonald's as a reward the best sister ever
2: oh yeah i i kind of meant to ask this earlier i know this is more of like an intro thing but i just kind of thought of it as a question but like for skin hunger like both of you guys like what's your background like i guess in film and like i know you guys basically made did you make skin hunger uh you know not last year but the previous year like and that's when you two kind of came together on that or like yeah like what what's your background like what made you want to decide to uh make a 72 team yeah
5: so my dad was kind of involved with it like when i was a kid so like i grew up going to a few of the launch parties and kind of just had in my head like that it was something i could do when i was older but like oh. the school and everything it was just never really convenient i didn't have a lot of friends that were. Into film, and then like in high school, I was kind of into film, like I was more into acting. And then when I went to college, I just kind of dropped out of it. And then I met Drew, who was like super into film. And then,
1: yeah, we heard he's super into it,
5: super, super, way more serious than than I was. (laughs) He kind of had to like ease me back into it because I wasn't that enthusiastic at first. But, um, I think I did. I tell you about 72 Best, maybe you may have gone before I met you.
1: I guess we'll all learn together now.
4: Yeah, I think you actually introduced me to it. Yeah, I still went
5: to all the, like, I went to the festival every year, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, we decided to do it together the first year when we did post-grad, and then we just came up with the name, like, that's when Skin Hunger was...
1: I'm going to say where does the skin hunger come from anything? Yeah, is there a yeah. story behind that or no? So,
4: it's like skin hunger is actually a real term. It's like It's
5: not cannibalism. It's not
4: cannibalism. Are you sure? <laughs>
5: thanks. Yes. It
4: it has to do like something with like it's like the same as like regular hunger but it's when you like lack the the touch of like another person. It's just craving. Oh, to oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. We're oh. hungry for like another person's skin basically. It sounds weird that's but, not a good way of putting it it's literally discussion. just
5: wanting contact like it doesn't have to be skin to skin mm. like a hug
3: no. or whatever
2: yeah, yeah. Um.
3: but we thought it was a, we both learned about it like, human it contact cool. yeah. Interesting. yeah they tell them to go to horny jail
5: <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: mm.
5: but yeah it was just a cool word that.
4: and it looked nice <laughs> when it was spelled out so we were like cool
1: <laughs> you just opened the dictionary up and you were like uh yeah skin hunger
4: yeah, yeah um and then yeah yeah, your background
5: in film
4: yeah i've been like acting and doing like crew work for like two or three years now Uh yeah i just yeah for
5: longer than that it's probably
4: about three years
5: we met five years ago and you were doing it then
4: i mean i don't feel like i was really doing it that much it was very like on and off but yeah regardless i have some experience in like a lot of different crew roles so it was it was very nice of miley to um Accompany me, and then actually seemed like she enjoyed herself, and I think she's
5: well—not the first time—not the first time that <laughs> I did last year. Second times a charm. Yeah,
4: exactly. I didn't just do it because she
5: nice. wanted me to. I did not want to right. for a while, but yeah, I'm not as serious as serious about <laughs> film and <as> <laughs> Not that serious about anything for the most part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> awesome. Quiet well, it's fun, guys. This was a uh, this
6: was a. Like, good podcast.
1: Well, hold on, hold on. I think Clark said uh, uh wrap up the chat about what you're doing for the fest year, anything you're hoping for.
6: I hope that uh we can well, I don't know if we would have it in person, but maybe a little less uh restrictions, but I guess that's uh, everyone's hope.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm hopeful. Might have it, may not. Yeah. I I know. I'm I mean, personally, like I guess you know, this is more of like a feedback thing. But like I, I'm personally hoping like yeah, it's all in person like Ryan was saying, like you know i don't know the hybrid thing I, I just worry about like kind of a split audience kind of it's like maybe if it's one way or the other it might be a little more effective i don't know I mean, um but it, yeah, it depends
1: there's there's positive benefits i mean like we're not from frederick so you know going to frederick for the screening is is a day trip you know, because I'm I'm in Harford County. Sean's living. Well, Sean, you are living in Frederick.
2: I'm in Frederick now. But yeah, I used to. I used to live in Harford County. That's where I'm from.
1: You know, Mike Mike's on the eastern shore. Ryan, you're where are you right now? You're in Parkville.
6: I'm in uh, Perry Hall. But by next Perry time, Hall. I'm going to be probably somewhere around like Laurel or Bowie or something.
1: Yeah. You know, so, I mean, yeah. it's good from that aspect that we can just kind of, like, watch it from home or whatever. But, I mean, then you do miss that aspect of just fucking being in a the theater and feeding off everybody else's energy, you know?
3: Um, yeah. You show up every year and it's like, hey, it's you, and yeah. it's, hey, it's you. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Plus, you know, I just hope we can go back to the way it was. We just have, you know, massive orgies and just, you know. Oh, man, <laughs> I can't wait. Just have that skin hunger satisfied. You know? <laughs> uh,
2: that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah.
1: that's just, that's really what I'm missing. I'm just missing this human intimacy of just skin on skin and mm-hmm. just debauchery happening. Yeah, but I'm a simple man.
2: That's what makes the world go round. Anything you're
1: hoping for? <laughs> Me? Yeah.
2: 72 is only three more than 69. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the next
1: slogan for this next year. It's only three more than 69. (laughs) Clark's like, Jesus Christ, this is just gold. (laughs) (laughs) How do these guys do
3: this?
2: You're Clark listening, man.
3: (laughs) We're going to have to make a new award. (laughs) We, We haven't gotten to a best adult film, but maybe. Yeah, but maybe.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a rated X film, but we can do that next year. It's always a first. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? What do you guys hope for next year?
7: I
5: think Get vaccinated. Yeah,
4: definitely. Just <laughs> it would be so cool to have yeah. like an in-person um thing, but obviously like everyone's got to be up to date on vaccinations and stuff. I guess that's <laughs> the biggest hope. Yeah. that would yeah. be nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you guys end up watching? Uh, do you guys watch South Park at all? Uh, no. Okay, well, so Sean yeah. and I just watched the vaccination special he just came out with, and right now, <laughs> yeah. because of COVID, I don't do a lot of film work because just I don't feel comfortable being on set with a lot of people, you know, I don't know. and Well, but I work at Walgreens, and South Park made so much fucking fun of Walgreens, it was unbelievable. Specifically? Specifically. They acted like Walgreens yeah. was a nightclub, and only <laughs> old people could get in because they're the only ones that can get their shots. And basically, (laughs) the whole town is lining up with, come on, man, let me get my shot. I'm a teacher. I'm an essential worker. It's like, yeah, you're not on the list. (laughs) And that's exactly what I fucking feel. It's just a bunch of old people getting their shots and just young people were like, yeah, get shafted. You know, it sucks. Sucks being young. I can't wait for my bones to hurt every time the weather just exists.
2: (laughs) Well, your knees are uh, Mm -hmm. way ahead of you.
1: They're already scraping bone on bone, <laughs> yeah. All right. and then I'll be able to get my shot.
2: But to answer the other question, yes, uh, I want to do the fest yeah, this year. Same. Yes, we plan on it. How about Skin Hunger? You yep. do as well.
5: I don't know what's going to be happening in October, but be anything that'll keep yeah. us from doing it. Yeah.
1: The real question, though, is what oh, do you sure. what do you guys hope that the criteria is next year? Because next year should be. Um, year 16, right? Am I Am I right? Because yeah. Yeah, this was 15, I thought, right? Was it? Yeah, so next <sighs> year is 16. So, like, what do you guys... I mean, 15 was the big anniversary year, you know, where they just did a still from prior films. Like, you guys have a criteria that you'd like to see? Because, I mean, to be honest, like, I don't... It, profession, for me, was really difficult because I didn't feel like it was open-ended. Like, Fears of Superstitions was great. Because, like, it was so open-ended and you could do a lot with it. You know, Life Rolls On, our criteria was fear of time. So it was, like, the fear of growing up, you know. So, like, you could do a lot with the fear of time. Um, And I think the year before that was... um, Where's my poster? Was uh, Constellations. So you had Constellations with a lot of different, like, mythology. Like, and I like that one, too, because that one's kind of the same thing where you just have a general theme. You can just kind of roll with it. Like, is there any type of theme you guys are... Looking for anyone? Colors. Colors. You you like the theme of colors. I
3: don't know. <laughs> Great. We have three primary
2: uh, colors. Uh,
3: Just like we got beige. Oh, oh man. Beige I would and hate
2: age. Being stuck with beige. Uh economic status.
1: Economic <laughs> <Another> status. <laughs> Everyone did poor. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. Like, uh, I I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, like, movies would be something interesting where, like, you just, you pick, like, a famous movie from a hat.
2: I think Russell told me that they kind of did that. They basically, one year they blended movies. Like, I think Russell, that's RK for uh, Andy from Accounting. Russell showed me. I think they blended Donnie, I think it was Donnie Darko, and uh, it was another one, but basically they kind of had to blend the. movies so yeah it's kind of in a way been done
1: well <laughs> there you go. i, I, I want to no clarify reason, like i th- I think there's some interesting themes out there that they can do um can't fucking think of any but
4: like a spirit yeah, animal maybe
1: a spirit animal would be cool like kind of like a following a zodiac sign kind of
4: maybe
2: still diseases like i want to get like measles
5: done with diseases
2: and then- <laughs> yeah
1: done fucking <laughs> lived an entire goddamn year with this pandemic don't want any more diseases
2: why not commemorate it
1: <laughs> i'll get my mask and i'll dip it in molten gold and i'll just keep it on the wall there you go <laughs> and then my grandkids will go grandpa what's that i don't want to talk about <laughs>
2: <laughs> not kidding, but uh, yeah no I'm looking forward to it, yeah, absolutely. see what uh, what it brings. See what it brings.
1: That'll be fun All right.
3: well, good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> well I, I guess that's the
1: end of that
7: All, All right. right,
1: guys. Well, it was wonderful yeah. talking to you guys, yeah,
2: absolutely. And Drew Miley, it has been great. Yeah. Thank you,
0: and that's it for this week. We'd like to thank everyone at Skin Hunger and Screenburn for joining us this week. If you'd like to catch up on their films before watching and listening, once again, check out the playlist on 72fest.com. Registration is open for this year, so if you'd like to join in on the fun of making a movie in a weekend, go ahead and sign up. And if you've participated in the past three years and would like to be a part of the podcast, reach out and we'll set you up with the team. And with that, I've been your voice in the sky, Marcus Ellison, and this has been Tales from the 72, signing off.